Alright, welcome back to episode 44 of the Hops and Bobs Podcast. I am producer Tom. I'm Joseph. I'm Michael. Oh, hey Michael. Hi Joseph. I'm Tom. Oh. Uh, nice to finally meet you. Yeah. Um, regards. <laughs> best regards. Best, best regards. regards. Ooh, and they hit you up with the best regards. <laughs> oh, what a bit of the best. Face. Um, anyway, um, so today we have brought to the podcast, we brought Sublime's 1996 release, Sublime. It's a self-titled. And um, we have the Valley Sparkling Water CBD-infused uh, sparkling water, Black yeah. Cherry, uh, from Connecticut Valley Brewing Company out of South Windsor. Yes, we're revisiting them. We did, uh, it was called uh, Devil's Hop, Devil's yes. Hop, Hop yep. Yard, right? Yep. Yeah. For the MF Doon one. Uh-huh. Oh, that was yeah. a good beer. Mm-hmm. That was. Looking forward to this. A long time ago. It was. So, so was this is... When he passed. When that yeah, that was when he was still alive, yeah. Yeah. That was 20, late 2020. Early episodes. Was. But, um, twas. yeah. This, it was. Uh, this is, this is non-alcoholic, twas. right? Non-alcoholic. No, non-alcoholic. Um, the first CBD-infused seltzer I ever had was from Long Trail. Okay. Um, those come in 12-ounce cans. Um, they were, I don't want to say the first, but they were one of the earlier... Um, companies to, to start kind of mixing those two together. So I figured when I saw those and then I saw the Connecticut Valley ones, I figured why not go local as well as something I haven't tried yet mm-hmm. um, and decided to go with the Valley Sparkling Water. Um, it pairs well with the album too. It does. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I had thought about the THC infused ones, yep. but we're, uh, you know, <laughs> trying to be nice here and, yep. and kind of... Uh, we haven't, we haven't ventured that far yet, mm. but yeah, those also have to room. be purchased. <laughs> those also still in Connecticut have to be purchased out of state, mm-hmm. so that adds a little bit of a hiccup to the uh, process as well. But CBD ones would be, uh, I thought, would be interesting. Actually, a Joe Saad suggestion. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. He threw it out there. I and did, I yeah. went and looked. Okay. Um, yeah. These are infused with 25 milligrams of hemp extract. Mm. So... Mm. <laughs> Ooh, I looked up. into it because research Mike over here. Whether CBD and hemp extract and kind of what the difference was, if there was at all. And Google is telling me that both are derived from the cannabis plant, but different parts of the plant. So the hemp extract is the oil pressed from the raw hemp seeds, whereas the CBD oil comes from the flowers, leaves, stems, and stalks of a mature plant. So then asking whether or not they are the same. Um, it says here that the hemp contains a much higher percentage of CBD and only trace amounts of THC, which is why CBD is also extracted from the hemp plant, um, known as hemp extract. So I guess it's got a little more bite to it. You probably don't have to use as much of it, you know, to get the 25 milligrams. Um, you know, you buy the gummies and stuff, they're usually 25 milligrams tends to be the kind of standard mm-hmm. uh, amount. Okay. okay. Um, yeah. Cool. I mean, yeah. Switching started, it up. I like yeah. Yeah. I started using C B D a year or two ago. I mm-hmm. started using it just for like little things, like whether it was just, you know, a lot going on, needed to try and clear my head and go to sleep or little aches and pains with like golf, baseball, different things like that. I'm uh I, I like it. It works, you know, and it's you know, it doesn't do the high portion, so it's, you can do it anytime and just you need that little kind of edge there, it helps out. So uh, I'm curious to see how these are. Liquid, yeah. liquid usually hits quicker than uh, edible, you know, gummies and stuff. So I'm yeah. curious to see. 
how this works, so let's give it a shot. All right, let's do it. Ooh, different like, pop. Well, I had a normal yeah, like pop. You had. I was like popped, uh, like it had like pressure behind it. That was interesting. So this is our first. Well, no, I was gonna say We've first non-alcoholic, but Tom, you, uh, you did non-alcoholic with your buddies, correct? Yeah, we did. Um, athletic. Athletic Brewing Company. Yes. Yep. So that was our first non-alcoholic. This would be our second. Yep. And this, I, I mean, do you call this a seltzer? Sparkling water? What the hell's the difference? Because uh, we did the Bud Light Platinum seltzers. This is true. Definitely our first CBD infused. Yes. Yeah. Um, beverage. Going to get just. I like the look of it. Uh, Pretty cool. It's like, so, a, like a fresca. Yeah. So ultimately, <laughs> sparkling water. The difference is seltzer is just regular water that's carbonated, mm -hmm. adding carbon dioxide. Whereas sparkling mineral water is made with natural oh. springs, well water, which means it has naturally occurring mineral minerals in it. Okay. So this is fancy ass bougie. Shit I was right just gonna here. say bougie. All right, in Gentlemen. the glass. Yeah, it's a very, uh, mm. it's, it's almost creamy colored. Cheers. Quite, quite. Ooh, it's got a good flavor. It's not bad. It doesn't have that, like, fake fruit flavor. It tastes like candy. But. It's like someone got some water and then put it, like, like a big vat of water and then just threw, like, one Twizzler into it. Yeah. I, went I with, like it. I went with black cherry for the simple fact that black cherry is like, a, you, you can't mix yeah, with it. Right. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you get watermelon and it's like super fake watermelon flavor. Yeah, I don't like watermelon you know, drinks. Sometimes you get like, <coughs> even like lemon or lime and sometimes it can be a little too much. And I feel like black cherry is always just a solid right. go-to flavor with seltzer. Black mm. cherry seltzers are the, uh, the kingpin. Yeah. So uh, no, right. I, I like this. Yeah, okay. I do. It, it's, uh, it's refreshing. Were your, uh, were your joints aching today when we got here? You know, Joe saw me in the last episode. I was rubbing my knee a little bit. I had a little yeah. like, it's almost like a bruise on my knee right here. I don't know okay. what the Oh, I did well, right let's, uh, we'll check in on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll at the end of the episode. Yeah, yeah rem remind me <laughs> at the end of the episode. See how your knee feels at the end. Yeah. See if that uh, does gonna, anything. Yeah, we'll, we'll check back in for sure. So flavor-wise, though, this is really good. Not bad. Yeah, I, I like it. Um, I'm never one for, uh, for sparkling anything any okay. kind of uh seltzers or anything we we've done not not really a huge fan i don't know if i could finish the whole thing but i mean you know it, it's not like you're saying it's not like a terrible like off-putting flavor it's just like the way like the the yeah the, drink the carbonation tastes. yeah yeah you know, honestly i think these are actually a little seem like a little lighter in the carbonation like mm -hmm. they're not yeah not like a regular seltzer where you sometimes take the sip and you're like Belching. Instantly burping like Thomas yeah. is almost doing yeah, now. Yeah, I am. Um, <laughs> but I feel like this is a little bit smoother than your standard, you know, I'm straight to, up seltzers. It's like, a, it's like a fizzy lifting drink from Willy Wonka. We <laughs> 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 got the ceiling fan above us. So Connecticut Valley has a huge catalog of beer. Yeah, they're cool. Um, I've still never been there. Um, yeah, I me gotta either. stop because Have they've got been? some cool stuff. No, they, they're they're pretty close to me though. South yeah. Windsor, South yeah, they're not too okay. far. Oh, when you look through, I mean, case. just the number of oh yeah, stouts and IPAs and everything that they have. They have a huge line of spiked smoothies, which we've talked about. Yes. Yes. we never tried. So we that's like, something we, we have to definitely try those. Um, they got spiked smoothies, and I mean, we're talking 12, 16 different ones just right here. 
uh, lemonades. Um, oh, they have seltzers. Regular, North Star. Regular seltzers. North Star is their seltzer name. Um, the CBD seltzers. Which is Valley. Valley which is sparkling uh, CBD water. CBD sparkling water, yeah. Do they and have other flavors? Mm-hmm. They have a shit ton of flavors. Oh, yeah, they've got... Well, for the, the CBD ones? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? uh, blueberry Akai. Is it Akai? Acai. Acai. I, no one knows how to pronounce yeah, that. Yeah, citra hot, orange pineapple, and strawberry kiwi, I could see. You're not a berry guy, I know that. Yeah. Uh, blueberry lemonade, elderberry lemonade, Ooh, strawberry watermelon, I, I like those or lemons. ginger lime. Ooh, ginger lime, I bet that's like a Moscow mule. Yeah. I would try that. So, man, cool. Throw a shot in one of these? Yeah, right? See you. <laughs> I, I got the hard stuff in the cabinet that's over true. there. Um, I know they do events, they do live music, they just, seems like a really cool place, and I don't know why I haven't been, I just haven't, and, uh, you know, definitely gotta try it out now. Well, uh, a little road trip. Have to change that, yeah, we should go. Let's do so, it. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, definitely different. I'm, I like it. Yeah, I do. It's tasty. Almost tastes like the white portion of a bomb pop. Ooh, okay. I like that. If you, like, freeze it, maybe. maybe yeah. Yeah. That's no alcohol, so it would freeze. You can yeah. make popsicles out of this. Experiment. Tom would love it even more then. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Actually, no, it's not bad for a, for a sparkling water. I think it's pretty good. Yeah, I like it. Um, all right. Shall we uh, move into our album? I guess we shall move into our album. Now we're feeling nice album. and light. Yeah. yeah. Now no, our joints are a little, a little looser. Oh, yeah. Sublime. So, <laughs> oh, no, sorry. So we have uh, Sublime. So this was my album pick. I was really struggling because um, I don't know. I just hit like an album block. I didn't really know what to what to go with and what I was feeling. But I was like, you know what? It's summertime, um, and this just fits right in the vibe. I was like, oh yeah, there's. Let's do that album. And quite honestly, I don't think I've ever listened to this album front to back. So I was like, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Give it a so shot. So this was. Kind of a fresh listen for all of us. Yeah. Usually yeah. one of us has listened to it at least once yeah. or twice, and then we all. I am in jump no in. way an expert on this album, even the band. Like, come to find out, like this is their third album. I always assumed this was their debut album because it was their biggest. Yeah. Um, we had that conversation on the right here. Yeah. So this is their third album, um, seventeen tracks, released in '96. And come to find out, not only was this their third album, but this was their last album with their original singer. And their original singer died before this album even came out. Mm -hmm. So, like, they were pretty much defunct as a band when this came out. And you have songs like Garden Grove, What I Got, Wrong Way, um, Santeria, um, Doing Time. Huge songs for them. Like, that's what they're defined by. And they couldn't even tour for this. Yeah, right. So now, now they're reformed as Sublime with Rome. Yes. Um, they try. I, re- I did some reading. They tried to continue with the Sublime name with Rome, mm-hmm. but just Sublime. But I forget the original singer's name. Bradley Noel. Okay, so his estate owned the name, and they didn't mm-hmm. allow them to continue as Sublime. So while they're still making new music, it's technically a new band. Yeah. It's, they're called Sublime with Rome. Yeah. So th- technically speaking, this is the last Sublime mm-hmm. album. Uh, they did put out after this one 
a like compilation album. Okay. Yeah. yeah which so was like re-released music as well as unreleased music. Mm-hmm. Um, that was in '97. Mm-hmm. Secondhand but, smoke. Yeah. It's but, a clever name. Yeah. yeah, it is. I like that. Um, and it makes sense though that he owned the Sublime name because, like, we were just talking about the album cover. Yeah. This one is you know just the picture of a guy's back. Mm-hmm. With sublime tattooed on it, yep. and that was actually um, Bradley Noel's back, mm-hmm. um, and that was his tattoo, and so yeah, it makes sense, you know. Probably one of the more iconic album covers of the '90s, yeah. I would say. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Obviously, it says sublime, but as soon as you see it, if you're familiar with the era, mm-hmm. you know it st- stands right out. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it's summertime, and I was like, you know what, let's do it. And there's a lot of good songs on it, mm-hmm. but like I said, by no means am I an expert on this, so it's going to be kind of cool for all of us to kind of dive into it um, yeah. together. Let's do it. So without further ado, it opens up with the song Garden Grove. I wasn't super impressed with this one. Um, yeah. It was just a little too, not like laid back, but like, it wasn't as... That's the first note of the song. That is the first note of the song. Why did my AirPod disconnect? I don't know. I don't know either. Um, I don't know. Something about it just didn't rub me the right way. It was kind of run of the mill for me. It was yeah typical of what you would expect from a reggae ska punk band. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> all of those. <laughs> yeah, who sing about you know drugs and yeah. alcohol all the time. This is kind of what you would expect. Okay. Um, yeah. But nothing special. Yeah, I mean, kind of I mid-tempo. Mean, just as an opener, I feel like I'd want something a bit more, uh, not recognizable, but like something that would be a bit more... It was a little boring. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. Something you can like latch yeah. on to. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, agreed. They didn't really have a lot of bite you know, to me. It's a four-minute song, too, right. so it's not a short song. Yeah. And it's just the same thing kind of over and over again. Mm-hmm. They do insert some like... DJ effects later in the song and um yeah it is a bit all over the place yeah but i mean the next song it speaks for itself mhm classic what yeah. i got i mean first single yep first yeah. single released august 27th of 96 this is just one of this is just such a go-to song i mean yeah i mean we play it as a band and it, it's one of the songs that gets the biggest Ovation for mm-hmm. crowd participation. Um, I, I love this song. It, it, it's just a good, feel-good song, like yeah. party song. Yeah. It's great. You know, sing along. Yep. And then I, it, that one part kills me. <laughs> what? He says, I can play the guitar like a motherfucking riot. And then he comes in with the cheesiest little iconic yes. little solo. And it's like, it's the beginning of the choruses. He plays it. Uh, but yep. there's just nothing to it. Right. It's like, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just like, you couldn't have came in with something better? Yeah, right. <laughs> Kills me. Yeah. I remember the first time you said that, I was like, oh my God, he's right. I like never realized yeah. that. And, you know, the one thing I got to give the, them credit for is they write music that, for the most part, fits his voice. Mm-hmm. He is by no means a stellar singer. Yeah. He is by, you know, he is not just 
belting shit out and hitting these like notes where you're just like, wow. If he wasn't in Sublime, I don't think he's going anywhere as a singer and a, a guitarist, you know. Yeah. But mm. I think they they worked the music around where, you know, he he played to his strengths. Yeah. And it worked for them. <coughs> so, you know, this is kind of that, you know, this is did you say this is their biggest song? I would, I would uh, think so. I would argue between this and Santeria. Yeah, Santeria is pretty big. For me, th- this yeah. is it for me. I, this is my go-to <laughs> Sublime song. And go maybe. figure, the one-two punch. I mean, Santeria came out, you know, six months later, not even as a single number two. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's easy for anyone to say what I got or Santeria because yeah. if you're a, a fair-weather casual fan, you're going to go to this. Yeah. So it's easily, yeah. It's it's not too uh pioneering to yeah. choose this as a as a top song for sure, but I like it's how, a good song. I like how the lyrics say I got a Dalmatian and I can still get a high. Like those things can't be yeah. mutually yeah. together. It's well like, I guess he the singer's Dalmatian was like for the longest time like the mascot of the band. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, reference to Bradley Knowles Dalmatian Lou Dog. Mm-hmm. Bradshaw. Which they mentioned Lou Dog and Grove. Uh, yeah. First song. Yeah. Yeah. So, two, four, six songs are considered quote unquote covers, or at least yes. partially covered. What I got being one of them it says is based on the band Half Pints. Song called Loving. Yeah, it says it features your... a very similar melody to the Beatles' Lady Madonna. So yeah. apparently, a lot of this album is either samples or heavily, heavily influenced, almost to the point of being considered a cover. Um, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, which I thought was pretty Ooh. cool. <clears throat> but then, yeah. wrong way. And then, wrong way. I love like, wrong way. But again. So much of the rhythm and melody of Wrong Way was borrowed from the specials It's Up to You off their debut album, or self-titled album in 1979. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Can't say I'm a big uh, The specials. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm special, but I'm not that special. (laughs) But apparently that was also borrowed. Wasn't fully original. So they're not really the best songwriters. Uh, They're really good song (laughs) interpolators. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, it seems to be that that way. Um, we're yeah. three songs in, and two of them are yeah. Well, I mean, borrowed. I mean, yeah, yeah. There's only so far you can go with certain things. Like exactly, yeah. How many songs have the same four chords? Right. Yep. But to be actually labeled as borrowed, yeah. And then with wrong way, the uh, the the subject matter of the song is very. Uh, dark and shrewd yes it's the story of a 14 year old prostitute who was put on the street by her poor father yes and she never really like second guessed anything she thought everything was normal until the day she met him Mm -hmm. and then he kind of tried to help her and try to leave her to a better life and then she ran away from him and it didn't really help yeah kind of messed up but uh and then put that on such a like a yeah bouncy like a very, very ska-centric yeah. song. Mm-hmm. Yes, very much so. Oh, yeah. Um, she only knows one way of life. She that's why I was worried her. about picking this album so close to the SDIB2. Because 
Yes. Oh, reggae elements. But then I remembered that Sublime is more on the rock end and the ska end. So mm-hmm. well, it says here too they started off as like a garage punk band, mm-hmm. and then as they started to get a little more of a following and like hired for parties, they started getting more of the ska and reggae influence mm-hmm. because I think it was more, you know, people got into it more. They danced more. It became more of a party feel. Yeah. You know, and they got the trumpet in there. and I like the, the lyrics where it's these, like, salty tears running down her chin, ruins up her makeup, a cigarette pressed between her lips, but I'm staring at her tits. It's the wrong way. Yeah. It's like, oh, <laughs> shit, I'm trying to help her. Like, ah. Yeah, right. Yeah. She's right there. Everything was going fine until the day she met me. I really love this song. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm actually listening right now to It's Up to You by the specials. <laughs> you hear the similarities? Yeah. I also like the, uh, I think it's trombone, like little. Is it trombone or trombone? No, because it slides. Slide, okay. Yeah, I think that's trombone. I really like that part. Oh, yeah, it says right here trombone solo. By John Blondell and Austin Jazz Performer. It's also an interpolation of a theme from George Gershwin's Rhapsody in Blue. Whoa, what the fuck, these guys. Right? They're just interpolating left and right. Yeah. Yeah, Jesus. You can kind of hear it in the special you. song. It's not super over, but it's a very different song. Which one's same still, in the end, you say? Uh, oh. Wrong way. Oh, wrong way, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's up to you, but yeah. So, yeah. all right, same in the end? Yeah. Yeah. Very up-tempo. I mean, this is definitely this is ska. Very ska. Yeah. And it's I fun. love ska, too. Yeah. Nice. I've been on a little bit of a ska appreciation tour this year. Cool. Nice. So, so this, this album, or this song... Uh, it's a spoiler, but it's my sleeper. I like this one. Oh, yeah, it's a good oh, song. yeah. My um, one knock, I'll say early on, it, this is a long album. Yeah. Yes. And when you're this style, it, it you know, it, it tends stretching to, it out. Yeah, because there's not a lot of variation, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but no, there's a lot of good gems on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good song. Fun song. Yeah, this was a good one. I again. His, his vocals fit this song very well. Like this style. Yeah. You know, he doesn't try to push too hard. He doesn't try to do too much. I think he does just a, you know, a good job. Again, not playing beyond his strengths. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And this, you get their, their original kind of garage punk feel in this song yes. as well. Yeah, for sure. Very raw. Especially in that chorus. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Then Next up, April 29th, 1992, Miami. Mm-hmm. So I, I believe this was in reference to the L.A. riots. The Rodney King. Yes. And all that. Yeah, yep. I believe so. Because um, they make mention of that it's not just for the black man or something like that. When yeah. They're, you know, one of the um, references in April 29, 1992 did have to do with the Rodney King incident, but that isn't what the song is about. It is more about how some people use this as an, as an opportunity to loot and wreak havoc. Yeah. According to the band, they did take place. They did take place in these events, but they are some doubters as to how much they actually did. Oh, okay, all right. Okay. I also read somewhere that I believe the riots took place on April 26th, but they named, or no, they happened on April 29th, but in the song they say April 26th by accident. Oh, yeah, they do. Bradley confused the date in the song, but the band enjoyed this recording so much to decide to leave it the way it is. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that says that they recorded it probably live. You know, they didn't really track a lot because otherwise... Yeah. Probably, yeah. Redo the lyric. It's true. Um, I thought that was pretty uh-huh. interesting. 
and oh, I meant to say, so uh, it's an original song that features La Dee Daddy by Dougie Fresh, <coughs> featuring Whoa. MC Ricky D, aka Slick Rick, original oh. gangster of hip hop by Just Ice and Shook One Part One by Mob Deep. Oh, so there's a lot right. of like featured yeah. kind of samples in this song in that this, they yeah. took. Definitely hear um, it. And then to go back even further, just to go back to Garden Grove, the heavy bass line was based on Courtney Melody's 1988 7-inch single, A Ninja Me Ninja. So what the hell? And the synth loop in the third verse is lifted from the Ohio player's Funky Worm. So what Ooh. What the hell are we doing here? <laughs> we're we we're are interpolating them. A lot of music. <laughs> yeah, so so far we are uh, what, five songs in. Yeah. Do they write anything yet? And I think oh. the... Uh, NKRS-One is labeled as a, a writer. Oh, man. Okay. So, so far, I think Same in the End is the only song that has yet to have some sort of pull from something else. Yeah, from... I mean, I will give them credit. They're not really pulling anything super, like, popular. Right. Yeah. They're but like, they're just pulling a lot. They're pulling a lot, but they're finding things that are really kind of like... Obscure. Yeah. Right, because here we are. We had no idea of any of this. So, like, mm -hmm. oh. this isn't a bad song, though. Um, April. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a bad song. I mean, it's it's got a good point to it. Like, mm -hmm. it's got a good um, what's the word I'm looking for? Message, I guess, is like kind of pointing out that okay, you're fighting for one thing, but you're doing almost the opposite. You know. Um, yeah. But and then I like in the, the third verse where he just kind of lists a bunch of different uh, towns that there's riots happening mm -hmm. in. Yes. I thought, I thought that was pretty interesting in mm -hmm. terms of, you know, the context of the song. The message, yeah. And also the different police dispatch like things in there yeah. too was pretty interesting. Yeah, that was cool. Nice touch. Think those are legit or are they? Probably. I don't yeah. see why they wouldn't be. Um, Gotta say, this is I've, I was never a big fan of Santeria. Oh, I love this song. Yeah. Yeah. I just always... I mean, what I got is, like, typical. I just, I just found this to be just too, like... I guess typical. I don't know. I mean, this is almost like the single they had to make. Yeah. As we say in a lot of albums. Okay. You know, it was... I feel like... It what was their I, pop song. Yeah, what I got was a bit more, like, party-centric. Yeah. Yes. This one's a bit more... Personal, I guess. Yeah. A bit more laid back and... I don't know. This is one that... It just reminds me like, Oh my God, it's on Santeria. Play Santeria. Like, if you don't know a lot of the, about yeah, the band, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Uh, That's what it was for a while, too. Yeah. Um, apparently, Santeria is a type of black magic or voodoo. Oh. And uh, the guy... Uh, the, this song was written about a guy contemplating using black magic or santeria anything he could to get back his girl oh. and also instrumentally uh they already released a version of this song called lincoln highway dub yep. on the robin the hood album in 94 yes. oh interesting okay. the guitar solo and chords for santeria were reused from their earlier song lincoln highway dub that's interesting mm -hmm. so technically they sampled their own song Them, on this themselves one. yeah Wow. So I don't know if that counts as another sample or is it, <laughs> or does it not count because it was a sample of them. Yeah, right. <laughs> wow. 
Oh, interesting. But, yeah, it's it's a staple. Iconic solo. Yeah, right. Better mm-hmm. than the one I got solo. <laughs> exactly. But it is what it is. Yeah. It's like I said. It's their it's their pop song. Right. So then it goes right into this blistering ska song seed. Yeah. You know, and then it it's like all over the place. It's pretty cool. This like yeah. hops around the tempo a lot. Yeah, I was just about to say, yeah. Um this was a cool song. It was kinda clever how they did it all. And it it it, it still flows, you know, it's not it's like a kid that you give too much sugar. Yeah. Bounce yeah. <laughs> on the walls. Nice. Oh, oh, oh. He's like yeah. falsely yeah. They're, they're a relatively tight, messy band. Yeah. If that makes sense. No. Can you elaborate? Yeah. <laughs> I can fun. elaborate on the fact that part of the melody of Seed was taken from the Bel Air 61 <laughs> single, Mr. Moto. My as lord. Well, as well as Lo- Lori Myers by NoFX. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Interpolating kings. What are we doing here, folks? <laughs> Seed has a good solo in it. Yeah. Yeah, I like the song. Oh, my God. Yep. Screams a little bit more in this one. He's not yeah. so good at that. Yeah. Yeah. I do like that solo. That solo is pretty yeah, good. Yeah, guitar solo halfway is good. Through, but yeah, it does And we did determine shabby. they're a trio. He is the singer and guitarist. And guitarist. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, when he dies, that's... That's it. It's a yeah. big pull. That's the only duo. Yeah. Next um, up, Jailhouse. Yeah. I like this song. Okay. Yeah, it's a good song. It sounds all right. Yeah, good tempo. Like, keeps it pretty uh, straightforward. You know, yep. it doesn't bounce around too much like C did. Yeah. I like the guitar in it. Um, it is a. Uh, oh my god. The wha- it's uh, by the Whalers. Oh, okay. Oh, see Jailhouse by the Whalers, 1965 song written by oh, Bunny Whaler. Okay. And then they combined the partial cover of Tenor Saw's Roll Call in their version of Jailhouse. Jeez. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. This is, this is like a straight cover. Yeah. That's why it, it sounds better. <laughs> That's it. I know, right. <laughs> it, it, it sounds a lot tighter. Yeah. All right. Oh, that kind of takes away from it a little bit. Yeah. Because, like, if it was their own song, then, yeah, I would appreciate it a bit more, but... Mm-hmm. You know, singing of Bob Marley singing it makes me want to listen to that instead. Yes. Yep. I kind of like their edge to it, though. Like, I, I feel like Bob Marley probably didn't have as distorted of a guitar. No. The drums probably didn't sound as crisp. Yeah, as punchy. Yeah, punchy, yeah. Okay. I can see that. But, yep. Not a bad song. Yeah. Solid cover. Made it their own. Yeah. A bit. Yeah, sure. Like the whole album. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about uh, Pawn Shop. What does what this interpolate? So, um. Pawn Shop is a cover of War de Rand, a John Shop by Wailing Souls with modified lyrics. Oh, mm-hmm. my lord. This is just <laughs> unbelievable. Good discussion topic. Yeah, so it's another cool little guitar in the way. Yeah, I like that, like. I'm not a huge fan. But it's an okay song. Yeah. It's longer, too. Yeah. And at this tempo, minutes. it's kind of gets mm-hmm. monotonous. Yeah, this one very much drags a lot. The guitar me. gets a little squeaky after a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Basically, it jams. There's not many vocals. Yeah. Well, that's what they the say. They modify the lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. 
the portion. I wonder where they are. <laughs> yeah, right. They're at the gas station. I do like his vocals when they come in. Yeah. Kind of like that, almost like a bluesy feel to them. Yeah, a little bit. There's a, a song, bit of an there's, echo. there's a song later on this album too that's really bluesy. I forget which yeah. one it was though, but we'll get to it. <laughs> no, we'll get to it. Yeah, a little long. It might have been this one actually. <laughs> a little monotonous. <laughs> I really can't remember. Got a little monotonous. Yeah. I like that uh, organ or whatever that Rhodes. Yeah, whatever yeah. that is. I don't know if it's a Rhodes, but it might yeah, be. it's like a little mm-hmm. that organ feel. Yeah. Beep. I don't, know. I don't got a lot to say about that. Yeah, same. For most of that, too. Picks it right back up. Yeah. yeah. Paddle out. More in the sky end. Uh, it's like they're either playing a ska song or a reggae song. Yeah. Like, there's no not much blending. I think this one's a bit more punk than... Yes. Uh, yeah. With that, it's drums. True, yeah. Weird, though, with the guitar. Like, to have that little, like... Lick and have it be clean, while everything else is like yeah crunchy and jam. Yeah, that kind of like annoyed me. I don't know if I really like the contrast there. And you know what this song interpolates? Oh boy, nothing. I was gonna say this. Oh, we have our first. (laughs) I don't know if it's the first, but it's definitely an oasis. Wasn't uh, what was same in the end? Yeah, that was also theirs too. Yeah, so far that's it though. Super so quick. We're song. on song ten. And we've only hit two songs where they didn't borrow something. Yep. Borrow. <laughs> well done, Sublime. Just like how Vanilla Ice borrowed under pressure. Right. <laughs> no, it's different. No, they no, add, it is different. They, yeah, I'm, no, I'm, I'm imitating him. No, it's different. They added the extra <laughs> note in there. Dun 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 dun. dun. <laughs> I remember I watching an interview of him. Yeah. Where he said that. Honestly, oh. though, I'm not a big fan of that one. Paddle out. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. And it really kind of bugged me, like I said. Everything was really super heavy, and then they kind of contrasted it with this, like, clean solo. Mm-hmm. And just didn't, it sounded empty to me. It sounded like it didn't work. Yeah. Like, I guess I got what they were going for, but didn't really pan out, in my opinion. It was kind of, uh, almost kind of, like a filler. It's kind of juvenile. Yeah. It's like short. It was, like, it was like a song they wrote in high school. Yeah. Played for a talent show. Yep. Wanted to be different. <laughs> it does kind of sound like a high school like talent show yeah. kind of feel. Yep. Um, then probably the best name of a track on the entire album. Yep. Ballad of Johnny Butt. Is largely a cover of a secret, <laughs> is largely a cover of a secret hate song from their vegetable dancing and live and more album. Hmm. So it's from Veggie Tales. <laughs> So what you're telling me is, I guess it's also partially about uh, his heroin addiction too. Yes. You know, Johnny keeps on pushing streets of yours. There'll come a day where almost don't matter. So shoot it up, shoot it up. Just won't matter. Resisting anyway. That's nice. Yeah. So it's one thing they they do a lot of. It seems like is they'll take a lot of the melody or something from a song or the like chords. Mm Mm-hmm. But they changed the lyrics mm-hmm. yeah, to kind of more fit them. Interpolate it. A little more personal. So I guess I can give them a little credit for that. I just wish they didn't do it so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm not really sure what's going on there. This song's a bit of a downer. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, don't I do can. drugs, kids. <laughs> don't, unless it's CBD. <laughs> and there you go. Yeah. Well said, Tomas. Thank is you. Thank you. I think it is. No, that is. <laughs> it's is like it? you're not gonna get a clink out of that one. Burritos. Yes, burritos is the next one. Uh, it's a remake of a s- earlier sub Jesus song, Christ. Fighting blindly. So this is them very like... Very different lyrics. Yeah. So this is them like... Because their first two albums weren't as renowned. So it's like, hey, let's let's take some of that stuff. Make it right. Make it better. Plus some covers. Plus some samples. And there you go. And it'll end up being our biggest album ever. And then our singer's dead. <laughs> uh, yeah. It does just go to show you that... They're really not that good as a band. Like, yeah, they're okay. Yeah, they just kind of were in the right place at the right time yep. with a couple of like the right songs. Yeah, I'm not sure if the whole album, you know, is as I don't want to use the word again, but renowned as the big songs are. Yeah, you know. No, I mean, like, I've heard so far, like, what I got wrong way. I've heard same in the end. I've heard April 29, 1992, Santa Maria. And then I'm kind of lost right now for the next few. Like, these are the first time hearing it is listening to this yeah, album. Right. Until, like, doing time. Until yeah. Caress Me Down. Oh, yeah. Caress Me Down, mm-hmm. What I Got Reprise, mm-hmm. and Doing Time. Yeah. Yeah. Lyrics on this are kind of weird, too. Burritos. It's like, just like, I don't want to go to a party. I don't want to shoot the pier. I don't want to take the doggy for a walk. It's like all this he, stuff that he doesn't want to do. He was not not a renowned lyricist. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to hose this dog shit down because I ain't even going to get out of bed. I ain't getting I ain't getting out of bed today. Yeah. He also says I don't want to spank the monkey. Okay. Guess so. There's a monkey under the table. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not much going on with this one. Yeah. Yeah. I, the, the music is kind of cool. Yeah, it's, it's but not, it's not bad, but... Yeah. yeah. Another Ska-inspired one. Yep. All right. This then, is the one I think was a bit bluesier. Under My Voodoo? I think. I could be wrong. So, if this is the song I'm thinking of... Yes. Yeah. The, dr- the guitar playing exactly what he's singing drove yeah. me fucking insane for the entire song. Oh, yeah. Drove me nuts. Made me hate this song. Really? Hated it because of that. Because it's just that way the whole time? The whole time? Yeah. It's tough because they're both like in the same frequency range, so you're not going to be able to make out anything he's saying either way. It's just not like... Why do that? Yeah, yeah like, okay. A little Let's take too. an example of um, Smells Like Teen Spirit, yeah. right? He plays the vocal melody as a guitar solo. Right. Okay, fine. But the whole time he was singing, he was not playing the vocal melody on guitar. Right. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't get past that in the verses. Like, mm. it just made it sound, like, messy. Yeah. It is for the entire thing. Yeah. The entire thing. If it was, like, little licks or something, but it's... That's, there's no guitar chords. It's just mm. him playing the vocal melody. It's too bad because isolated from one another, I kind of like them. 
I kind of like it. I like the the singing and I like the guitar, but yeah, together. Yeah. yeah. Just doesn't, doesn't work, work together. Yeah. Yeah. That's even when <laughs> even when he's super like jumpy, you know, about what a uh, minute and a half in, yeah, he starts singing real choppy and almost like yells a bit, and he's literally doing that on the guitar, mm-hmm. right? I don't know, I, that made me not like this song, which sucks because it's got some meat to it to be a decent song. It does, mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but that just really made me. I struggled with that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Sounds like you did, yeah. yeah. We're struggling right now. <laughs> um, get ready. I have literally nothing to say on it. Just a generic, like. Yeah, at this point, it's. Reggae ish. Uh, it's either reggae, ska, or punk. That's it, at this point. Let's see if it interpolates anything. Uh, Get Ready is largely based on Frankie Paul's 1987 single of the same name. Surprised Tom isn't wrapping up his power chords or anything. (laughs) Anyway, it also contains samples from the KRS One song Speech. Yeah. Nothing nothing really. Nothing. Yep. Crush Me Down. Yeah, we can all agree. You want to crush me down? Yep. I don't have anything to say. <laughs> Crush Me Down's not a bad song. Uh, vocally, who sings this? Uh, I don't think it's Bradley Noel, right? Let me see. Um, blah, 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 blah. I can't see. I like that guitar. No, he says mucho gusto, me llamo Bradley. That's the first line. Okay. I'm hornier than Ron Jeremy. <laughs> That's the first okay. two lines. Interesting yeah. how he changes, though, like his style of singing for this yeah. one a little mm-hmm. bit. Well, this is finally something different on yeah. the whole album. This is, you know, not another song like this on the it's album. Like Spanglish. Yeah. Oh, and he says, You pulled out my mushroom trip, uh, tip, and when it came out, it went drip, drip, drip. <laughs> I didn't know she had that G.I. Joe kung fu grip. <laughs> yep. Mm hmm. Yep. This is like an island feel. Yeah. But just like a dirty island song. Yeah. How about a handy (laughs) hand dripper? (laughs) Yeah. You you can't really listen to the lyrics to them. You have to just. Right. The lyrics are pretty, yeah. Yeah. Pretty bad. Parts of the bass line are based off the popular slang tang rhythm of dance hall reggae fame, and other parts are based on the cheery oh baby rhythm. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Figured I'd uh, sprinkle that in. I can't. I can't. Uh, I can't. Do I like it. it. That's, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a good song. I like that one. Yeah, it's good. It's not bad, so, especially for the later half. Yeah. Half. And we move on to, or, to what yeah. I got. Reprise. Reprise. This this pisses me off. What's the difference? Just nothing. The, there's a guitar solo at the end. Yeah. Well, no, actually, this song interpolates this song called "What I Got" by, <laughs> by, by, by earlier sublime. in the album. Er, yeah. <laughs> Of sublime fame. Yeah. (laughs) There's actually... (laughs) Oh, God. God. There's actually a lot of parts in this version I like better than the Mm. real version. Which one gets played? This one's the one that gets played more on the radio. No, the other one does. Really? The the other one starts with like that hip-hop... This doesn't start with any drums at all. This, This isn't... 
a reprise. Reprise means it's like a part two, kind of like revisited. This is just a different version of it. This is almost like a demo well, version. I just why would it be? On I don't know. Thing? I feel like I always remember hearing the solo at the end when I hear it on like one hundred four one or whatever. Like save this for like the like the deluxe version. Right. That's what I'm saying. Right. Like, on the main album. Are you just like, yeah, that song we wrote in the beginning was pretty good. Let's just do it a second time and call it a day. Like, it makes right. no sense to me. Let me hear this solo. It's not like, it shouldn't make me solo. upset because, like, it's just the same song. But, like, why would you put it on twice? Okay. You get the... Yeah, yeah, there's not a huge difference. But I do like... I like a lot of the drums in this song. Um, I like how they come in. There's another part I liked. It kind of sounds like they just did it in one go instead of like multi-tracking a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Because there's no like double vocals. It just sounds like they're all just doing it live. Yeah. I like the pause before the signature pause before the second verse. Yeah. They signed it. Yeah. <laughs> and then at the end, the instrumentals drop out when and they sing the chorus. Yeah. We do that. We do a nice combo. Yeah. It's what I got. Reprise, reprise, reprise. The reprise of yeah. It interpolates from what I got. Reprise. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard this version of it. The other one is is the more prominent one. You've never heard the solo with you? No, not that version. Anyway, no. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, we can just uh, okay. <laughs> um, Last one doing do time. time. This Honestly, cool. yeah, probably my favorite song on the album. This is a cool song. And the uh, the only one of the few songs on the Billboard charts, peaking at eighty seven. Yeah, mm. it's a loose cover of jazz standard "Summertime" by George Gershwin. Yes, yes. The exact sample came from Herbie Mann's version of his song, played at forty five RPM instead of thirty three. Oh, so it's a little bit faster version of gotcha. "Summertime." Got Herbie Hancock. Yeah. <laughs> There's also a repeating sample taken from Malcolm McLaren's song Buffalo Gals. My lord. So. Yeah. That's a cool song. I like this song now. This yeah. reminds me of like um like an Ocean's 11 kind of Yeah. I can see that. Like like 70s heist kind of movie soundtrack. I don't know. Mhm. Well, probably because it uses that. Yeah. That and, jazzy um, kind of thing. Yeah, both Snoop Dogg and The Far Side have done um, remakes of the song, too. Uh, interesting. Interesting. Cool. Yeah. But yeah, no, this is a cool song. The, the the place, or the placement of it as the last track, it almost felt like it was like added on, almost like a bonus track. Maybe. Like, remember the Luke Holmes album we did? And yeah. they added Six Feet Apart, mm-hmm. like, after yeah. the album came out. I almost feel like this song is that. Okay. But I... I couldn't find anything on it. No. Um, not to, to backtrack, but the bass line in Caress Me Down features famous slang tang rhythm from Wayne Smith's 85 song Under Me Slang Tang. And lyrics and melody are pri- uh, primarily from the 80s 12-inch single Caress Me Down by Clemente Irie. So when we do the shout-outs for this... <laughs> we, we who, are, the, who, who are we shouting to? Yes. <laughs> It's a lot of shouting. Uh, Everyone we just shout at each other. Yeah. <laughs> so look at the slings. Yeah, can we all just every one of uh, us talk over each other and yeah. get a different ones? Yeah, we're gonna, we'll each take a different song and and just read off the credits for each yeah. one at the same time. To read out the YouTube like URL link of every sample. 
Oh man. But um. But yeah. So there's the album. That's about it. Yeah. yeah. Um. Again, not I was not an expert on it, but I I wanted to pick it. Thought it was worthy. Um. But you know, after after listening through it, I wasn't. It didn't live up to my expectations based on how okay. big the big songs are. Yeah. Um. I there there was variety, but like when you start playing in reggae and ska it's hard to like break out of it unless Mm -hmm. you completely sell out like no doubt you know Mm -hmm. um so it's just it's just hard to really show off who you are and as a trio there you know not a lot of musicality there but i mean what would you say they're a very tight messy band yes yeah i yeah it's a good explanation it's fair yeah Mm -hmm. um but yeah those are my kind of thoughts on the album The, the good songs are good yeah. Yes, it has high highs. Yes. Yeah, it's just unfortunate that those highs are overplayed. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. That's the only like like what I got. Of course, party song, whatever. Santeria, same thing. Their pop song. I would take doing time over both of them. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's only because it's not overplayed as much, mm-hmm. and it kind of it's more of a. Musically, I just think it's a better song too. Yeah. Vocally, I think it's a better song. Lyrically, I think it's a better mm-hmm. song. Probably because I didn't write any of it. But <laughs> <laughs> thank you, um, oh lord, thank you, George Gershwin. And yeah, Herbie exactly. Mann and yeah. Ma- um, Malcolm McLaren <clears throat> and Snoop Dogg. <laughs> it was also their fourth single off. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Doing time was the fourth single. Uh, Tom, what did you think of the album? I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I I don't know if I would rate it really, really high. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll get there. But, um, you know, the singles, I really, really enjoy the singles. There were some of the ska influence songs that I was pleasantly surprised by. Mm-hmm. Um, but a fair bit of the rest of it was a bit under the uh, the radar for me. So Yeah. But, I mean, you know, it, it sounds like the time it was released. Yeah. Um, it's, it's very much a staple of the time. For sure. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. Well, so um key tracks I guess we can we can jump into if you would if you would prefer. Yeah, um, let's do it. Yes. Key tracks. Okay. It, it's what I got for me. Okay. I, I, I love this song. Sure. Um I love playing this song. Mm-hmm. Mostly maybe my love for the song is always the crowd reactions when we play it. Mm-hmm. And I just love that. You know, it, it's it's I love connecting with audiences through that energy. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's a great song. A fun song, good party song, what I got for me. Doing time. Yeah. Okay. I love doing time. Um, oh yeah? Have you done time before? Yeah. I love times. doing time. <laughs> but uh, I, don't know, I just think it's a really good song. Interesting that it's the last song on the album. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, and then also a single at that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I thought it was a great song to end the album with. Like mm-hmm. it's just... A good kind of got that summery vibe mm-hmm. um little bit of kind of that hip-hop in there because they kind of you know they sampled with some of it um i just i've always loved that song and didn't even realize it was on this album yeah i'm uh, i'm a little stuck between two so i think my my uh my long-term one is probably santeria it just i've i've heard it before and i've i've been in love with it since mm-hmm. um Something about it's kind of endearing to me. I don't know what it is. If it's just like I've been introduced for it longer and I know all the words mm-hmm. by heart, but um, I 
recently I've been listening more towards Wrong Way, and that was even before we picked this album too. I think I put okay. it on my 2019 playlist or something like that. Mm-hmm. But um, I I do enjoy that one. The 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 story behind that one's kind of interesting as well. So, and um, I like the the ska influence on that as well. Mm-hmm. I'm a big ska guy, if you didn't know. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, um, actually no, never mind. We're doing the, the least favorites now. Probably Pawn Shop, I guess. I was not a big fan of that. It just got very repetitive, and it was also six minutes. Yeah. So combined that the pretty simple lyricism, kind of slower beat, and the length of the track just did not add up to a, a good listen for me. Mm-hmm. So, Makes sense. Yeah. I think... I don't know. You can really just take your pick. Yeah, I was kind of unimpressed with the ballad of Johnny Butt. Okay. Wasn't a good cover. <laughs> yeah, right. I could, you know, but the name was funny. I don't know. But it, yeah, it had Butt in the title. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. It's a little down-tempo for me for a funny... I, I don't know. It just didn't work <laughs> for me. I'm sorry, Joe. <laughs> no, no Butt for me. Okay. Ooh, no ifs, ands, or buts. Anyway, moving on. Um, under my voodoo, almost okay. strictly because of that guitar yeah. vocal overlap. Yeah, just because musically that could have been a really cool like kind of punk ska song, mm-hmm. but I just feel like that for me that really ruined it because like like Tom like you said you couldn't really make out what he was saying because the yeah. guitar was in there and he was playing note for note mm-hmm. what was coming out of his mouth. And again, if it was a solo or if he kind of like sang a verse, sang a line, played a line or did some right. sort of, you know, just what he did there didn't work for me. So now we're Sleepy on Dark Horse. Sleepy Dark Horse. Yep. Um, I'm going with Same in the End. Mm. And the reason being Same is number end. one, it's not a single. Yet number two, even though I've never listened to this album, I've heard that song before. Mm-hmm. And it like caught my attention. I think vocally that he does really well in that song. Um, mm-hmm. Plays right into his strengths. Kind of more so than in a lot of his, a lot of the songs. Yeah. Um, and it's still kind of that punk reggae rock feel that I think they originally were going for. And then songs like What I Got, Santeria, kind of push them more towards being that kind of poppier reggae rock mm-hmm. so Ooh, right yeah. as the, the, the thunder and lightning starts to come in I actually agree I, I enjoy same in the end mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a I'm a ska man and um, you know right in the beginning hits you with that it's it's pretty enjoyable it's not something like seed where it gets very like uh, uh, bouncy and all over the place it's pretty, yeah it's pretty straightforward with what you get mm-hmm. with it and um, I enjoyed that quite a bit I am going with jailhouse okay, okay. Was that the Whalers cover? Yeah. Yep. Um, so kind of an odd pick for a sleepy dark horse, but um, I just like what they did, what they did with the song. I like the guitar work. I like the drum groove. Drum fills were good. Um, it was a good listen. So Jailhouse is mine. Um, yeah. Awesome. Let's rate it. Uh, I guess we shall. The moment has come. Let's rate Sublime's self-titled album. I guess I'll start. It's my I, it was my pick. Sure. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I was very unimpressed with the album overall. Um, I'm gonna go. Fuck. 
Yeah, so this one's tough just because it's 17 tracks. Right. And also a lot of them are, like, big-name ones, but then there's so many, like... Yeah. I'm, I'm going right down the middle. I'm going to go a 5. 5 out of 10. Um, the, the highs are high, and the rest is just kind of forgettable. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can agree with that. That's where I'm at. I got a... I got six. Yeah. Okay. I thought that the, you know, obviously, you know, the big name songs are, as much as they're overplayed, you still love them. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> there was a little more of the punk than I kind of expected. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize how much of that kind of ska punk they had in them. Um, so I did, I did appreciate that. Um, but there were, there were just too many throwaways yeah yeah you know that if they had cut this to like 11 tracks yep Mm -hmm. and you had your big singles and you threw songs out like get ready and stuff like that yeah that so many of the songs just seem pieced well they were pieced together yeah and and you could kind of tell that they were pieced together that's what it came down to for me is just the length of it and um just a lot of throwaways yeah yeah Mirror pretty much exactly what you guys said, and I'm um, gonna split you right down the middle. Maybe the five and a half. Mm-hmm. Highs were good. A long could have cut out a fair bit of tracks, and then probably would have upped it by a couple points at least. Mm-hmm. You cut at least like five, six tracks, you probably get like a seven out of ten. I agree. Yeah. But yeah, you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely, uh, still a classic album. Not oh, gonna, for sure. Not gonna yeah. trounce on that no. for the time. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's rate our. Uh, or, uh, or sparkling, sparkling water, water. CBD. Wait, 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 before, how is your knee feeling? Oh yeah. You want you oh, want to take it? You want to take a walk real quick? See yeah. how it's has. You know, has it's not. Up? It's it's the bruise. It's the bruise the right bruise. here. Yeah, I hit it on something. I think. It's not. Oh, like so standard, it's not like a joint yeah, thing. It's not a standard ache and pain. I'm gonna give it an eight. Ooh, wow. I, I thought the flavor was good. Yeah. <clears throat> it wasn't over carbonated. You know. Um, I like I like the taste. I mean, I think it's a better flavor than um, I only tried one or two of the Long Trail ones. I'm not sure how many they have flavor wise, but they were all berry something, raspberry lime or some combo. I like the fact that this is just black cherry. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not some berry mix. Thing, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, they kept everything very simple. I mean. So I'm going more based off flavor and everything else. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't have a lot to compare it to CBD wise, I don't think. Like yeah. personally, like I've had the gummies and all that. I mean, really I feel pretty chill much. right now. Like nothing, you know, too crazy. No, I don't feel any major effects from it. But um, you know, just flavor wise, I think it drinks smooth. It's not super over carbonated. Okay. Um, yeah, can't really complain. Mm-hmm. So. I feel kind of bad because I don't like sparkling water or seltzers at all in any sense. So it's kind of hard for me to rate it while still being fair to the drink, you know? Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's not their fault that I don't appreciate that. Right, so yeah. I'll give it a little bit of leeway and I'll give it probably like a five or so. Just because oh, when, okay. I, when, when I drank it, it, it wasn't like the, the taste, if you take away like the, the carbonation yeah. and everything like that. It had a pretty fair flavor, you know. I'm not gonna. It's yeah, like you said, nothing too complicated. It was pretty mm-hmm. straight down the middle. Um, 
I just personally don't like the taste of it. Um, yeah. But what they, what it came with, you know, I, I thought that was a pretty interesting uh, combination of or style of flavor with the CBD yeah. in there, too. Mm-hmm. I don't really feel too different or anything. No. Because, I mean, to be fair, I only drink like half of it. But Yeah, 25 um, milligrams isn't. No, no, it's not really. I mean, I've tried CBD stuff before. It never really did anything crazy for me. But, um, you know, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, nice. I know. yeah, five right down the middle. Cool. Um, I I I don't know how to rate this either because, you know, what am I rating? Like, yeah. you know, it, yeah, because I don't feel a lot of the CBD no. right now. I I feel chill, but I'm also talking about music and drinks yeah. with two friends. You mm-hmm. know how how in, yeah. in my own home, like I'm reading chili. Yeah, <laughs> how much more? You know, what else can make me chill? But, um, um, what was I saying? But, no, well, he's high. Well, I'm high. <laughs> oh, I was yeah. gonna say, but I, I also have tried, you know, some other CBD stuff like the gummies and, mm-hmm. and everything, and I haven't really felt much from that either. So I guess just as a drink, this is really good. I yeah. like it a lot. I like the flavor. Um, even now, you know, at bottom of the glass, finishing up the episode, the flavor's still there. It's pretty mm-hmm. consistent. It's not like going bad for me. Um, I, I'm a big fan of black cherry as a flavor too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the the seltzers that are you know the craze right now. I I I like a lot of them too. Um, and this makes me want to try a lot of their other flavors. Yeah. Um, I yeah, like I like what yeah they have a ton, and I like what they did with this as a drink. The look of it is pretty cool too. That like whitish color. So I'm giving this a seven. Um, that's where I'm at. I, I like it. I'll I'll definitely uh, want to try it again. And if you know these CBD drinks are coming out, um, so if you're getting into that or you're already in it, definitely check the, these out from Connecticut Valley. Maybe we can do like a uh, little taste test. Taste test. Yeah. Instead of doing just one like we did today, just so we can rate okay. them more based off. This flavor. is like our gateway. Yeah. This is our. You know. We'll <laughs> <laughs> get into the others. Um, yeah, that sounds good. Cool. All right. All right. Give them the shouts. Shout outs. Um, so we have uh, Sublime as the album. Let me... Sublime. Yep. They got that. They secured it. And like we mentioned earlier, Mike and I are actually going to go see them in New Haven in September. Oh, cool. Sublime with Rome. Sublime with Rome. Yes. yes. Excuse me. Sublime with Rome. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. I'm looking, yeah. really for- I'm looking forward to that, seeing, you know, they're probably going to play all the big songs live. Yeah, I would assume um, so. Yeah, and then we have uh, I. It's uh, at Valley Sparkling. Yes, they have their own branding for their sparkling yes. water mm-hmm. CBD. Uh, ValleySparklingWater.com. Okay, and then if you want to check out the actual brewery themselves, the bre- yeah, the brewery they are CT Valley Brewing. We uh, have done them before in an earlier yes. episode. Yes. Cool. Yeah, go, go get those. All right. So uh, next episode, episode forty-five. Yes. We uh, we have something fun planned for it's, you. It's the uh, the torture episode. <laughs> <laughs> so um, for an album, we we wanted to pick an album that is like notoriously like made fun of. Yeah, it's synonymous for being bad. Yeah, and uh, so we went with uh, Nickelback's "All the Right Reasons." What better, what better band yeah. to pair with? Yeah, which is really too bad because they're actually pretty talented as a band, but the yes. music they put out is just not good. Yeah, uh, so we're doing that, and uh, I can't wait for us to just rip that apart. 
Oh, God. And to pair with that, what yeah. are we doing? I am going to go to either package store, stop and shop somewhere, and uh, I am going to make a mix six of just notoriously bad beers. Uh, maybe a little Rolling Rock, maybe some PBR. Um, natty Ice. Natty Ice. You know, we're going to see. It's going to be a game time decision when I get there, and uh, and uh, it'll be a surprise when we start listening to uh, Nickelback. I can't wait. I can All wait. Right. <laughs> So we have that to uh, look forward to. I guess. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a funny episode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so until then, we have been the Hops and Bops Podcast. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook, Hops and Bops Podcast. Streaming on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. Uh, for Mike and Tom, I'm Joe. We'll see you then. Peace.